Um, hello and welcome to Good Listeners. It's a podcast where we talk about music. I'm your first listener, Randy, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Clay. Welcome to the show, Clay. How you, mm-hmm. how you feeling? Uh, Yo, there it is. <laughs> the catchphrase is back. Uh, you know, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling bad. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a bad day. And I'm kind of in a bad mood. Um, okay. And I hope it doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't affect the podcast. I'm feeling better. I, it's fine. Like, the day was not. I, I don't want to be over dramatic. It was, you know, it's Monday. Yeah. Work yeah. is a little intense right now. It's really dreary. I don't know how it is in Gainesville, but where it's been rainy all day and like oh, overcast. It's, it's dreary here too. Uh, we were gonna I, we were gonna stay all day in St. Augustine where we were, but it was the weather was so kind of shitty that we were just like, well, we don't want to be on the beach anyway. You were talking about your bad day. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nothing. Nothing special. I mean, I don't. You know. Um, is I was not feeling great, um, but I am. Hey, hey, we took a little break, um, like a month-long mm-hmm. break from recording. Much like certain characters on a certain television program. Um, talking about um, Night Court. Um, <laughs> well, we don't have to get into that whole thing, but we, we yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Yep. Um, but, but but I don't know. You know, it's uh, I'm glad to get back into the swing of things. Um, and I was just having a good time here to talk about music with my good pal, and you know the work week. I'll have to think about it for the next. Hey, well, hey, you don't gotta, because we're about to go back to a, a a land of sort of childhood imagination, uh, albums that are as long and just as fulfilling as seeing a great blockbuster film on the silver screen. Uh not really true but i think that's what they're going for <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway oh okay okay we'll, we'll uh, get there yeah um uh, speaking of night court did i tell you uh did i tell you about the other so i was at a wedding this weekend and mm. i walked past some people like some older women and one of them was explaining the smelly cat bit to another one who had never seen the show or heard of smelly cat the smelly cat bit oh. you know about smelly cat right yeah, i know about smelly cat i mean yeah well, I, I don't even know if I. It was one of those things where it's like, do I understand the bit, or is it just that she has I a song called Smelly Cat? I think that's the whole cat? thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's more to it than that. Yeah, and it's funny. Maybe there was a Smelly Cat that she wrote it because of it at some point, or. Yeah, I yeah, honestly I, don't even know. I don't know. I don't know but all I, the lore, <laughs> but. I thought um, it was very funny to, in the wild, just hear a woman explaining Smelly Cat to another you know? person. Um, yeah. Yeah, I walked by a guy the other day, and he was explaining um, Kevin's pot of chili that falls on the floor um, <laughs> in the office. Um, <laughs> Is that true? No, I don't know. I just made that up. But that's, I mean, that's going to be that version. I mean, yeah, that's, it'll that's be somebody. That's a lot funnier than Smelly Cat, actually. I don't know why. It's not yeah. really comparable. Um, it's a, it, it comes with I, a, the, it's a little bit more for the comedy fans that one okay yeah the real heads yeah yeah <laughs> honestly i don't know that i remember the pot of chili but um i think i always see it like on twitter and stuff is why it was the first office bit that came to mind when, when really it's like i don't know what the office equivalent of smelly cat is um bears beats Battlestar galactica i don't know yeah that i think that is that's pretty close i think yeah <laughs> i feel like that is the smelly yeah <laughs> Um, I like that. Anyway, um, but anyways, um, I got a People manicure really yesterday. That was that's new. I never did that before. Um, that was exciting. That's that's, uh, that's cool. Oh, first first time. 
Yeah, I never gotten one before. And oh, it was, that is exciting. Have you I had a pedicure before? No. And that, okay, so it's all new territory. Well, I, yes. And now I'm thinking pedicure maybe next. Yeah. I don't um, like it when they touch my feet, though. That's just yeah, a personal thing Yeah, it feels like it me. tickles a little bit, and I'm nervous about it. My yeah. feet are not... I don't know. I feel like, ugh, my feet are... I wouldn't want you to touch my... I would I would... I mean, I'm paying them to do it, but it feels like, eh, you shouldn't have to be doing that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, no, I agree. Like, I brew beer for a living. My feet are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, my feet are gross. <laughs> uh, but not, 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 not too gross, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, I was just, I was a little, I didn't know what to expect. Um, just got, like, a, you know, clear coat and everything. And I was Every step of the way, I was like, what's going to happen next? Like, you know, brings out a little jar of oil, starts oiling. I was like, I don't. It's all. It was all. I, I don't take fucking care of my nails, so it was all new to me. The stuff. Yeah. But it's you know my hands felt really good after. Mm-hmm. Um, it does freak of, me out when they like scrape at your cuticles or whatever. Yeah, that was crazy. I was that like, oh my god, you're out. like stripping my nails, like you're making them weak. But then they put <laughs> the stuff on it again, and they're stronger than ever. I feel like. Yeah, I guess um, it's better. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they tell it me better? it's better, so I believe. Yeah. Them. I'm gonna have to do some research before I go back. Actually, yeah, you gotta I do your make own sure research. Not, <laughs> I I just w- I might be the one to blow the lid off this whole thing. Um, I think so. I think you got that in you. Yeah, if they're fucking up our our, our hands, and, um, you know they're like you know like chiropractors. You know people say, uh, people say they're legit, but, um, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion about it. I guess. Do you? Uh, chiropractors. Yeah. Seem to help. Uh, my partner i'm a little scared of them but uh my partner enjoys the chiropractor from time to time yeah well hey there's nothing wrong with that um. <laughs> but i i will say i find them scary personally yeah well that's how i feel about nail salons um but i you know dipping my my fingers in uh yeah next time you may you dip your toes next i may dip my toes although i might i might go that yeah. might, might be too ticklish yeah, um, uh, well, I will say also, like, I ask them, because they'll, like, generally, I feel like standard part of the package, I've had a few pedicures in my life, and I feel like generally it's kind of standard that there's a point where they just sort of, like, massage your foot, and I just ask them not to, and they're always <laughs> like, I think I think that's, like, somewhat normal, because they're always like, oh, okay, like, it's never, oh, like, okay. a thing that's, like, it doesn't feel weird, just, that's... like, be- before I sit down, I'm like, I don't want the massage part, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was the person who was giving me the whole thing could tell probably that I'd never done it before. Mm-hmm. I was also, I don't know if I should say this, but I was extremely, well, the, as Lord, I was stoned at the nail salon, um, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and did listen to that song. You know, this is a whole other thing, but I, I, Solar Power, maybe, uh, I like it a little bit more than I did when it came out. Um Wow. But all this, I was, I was, I was very, um, uh, you know, I was a little out of it, and, and it was, it, it was kind of, it was kind of funny. But also, I just, I, I don't know, it was, I didn't know, I didn't know like, whether to make eye contact while they were like oiling up my hands. <laughs> like I was kind of looking away. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't know how to answer the questions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a little. I'm, I'm the same way. It gets a little stressful. Um, but also, I think at the end of the day, it's one of those things where they're getting paid, so they don't give a shit. Like they're thinking about a million things other than oh, totally, you, totally. You know, yeah, I know. I mean, I've, I'm not, you know, but it was. I did at one point. I tensed up, and um, she said, "Oh, relax." Uh, 
and but the reason why I tensed up was I was thinking about there was going to be a new succession later tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I spaced out. I was thinking about yeah. succession. And she All was, of hey, a sudden, relax. your brain was like, "Fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you man, you. I wish. I wish that you followed that show because this season has been crazy. Um, yeah, I believe crazy that. Stuff going on. It stresses me out watching it. Yeah. Hey, that's fair. I mean, it's not for everyone. Um, but well, I guess then you don't care if I spoil stuff for you. No, not at all. I mean, okay, I know well, who all we'll the characters the are, and yeah. I know most of the over overarching plot. So like, right. Well, I won't. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. I don't want to have to edit. But, you know, no reason for me to talk about. Yeah, it's succession fine. right now. Um, but yeah, yeah. Lord, so, uh, I I like some of the songs on that album. Yeah, um, I also like some of the songs. Which is how I felt when it came out, but now I'm like, well, maybe I like it as a whole more than i did i i need to um it's a i need to revisit again i, I mean i just like lord but i kind of yeah. like what she's doing on that album all right there's something to it i think maybe um, maybe i should check it's just it. it's 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 much more much more subtle than uh, there than melodrama obviously but that's certainly it's, true uh, it's pretty enjoyable um we're going to talk about m83 today um yeah the plan well, we've been i mean well so it's been we set we set them as our band mm-hmm. like about weeks ago. At least a mu- weeks ago like a month ago um so so there's that to deal with but also i mean i wanted to talk about this mac demarco thing i don't know if you wanted to just go ahead and get into that a little bit yeah i guess usually we we save like extra stuff for the back end of the show we can do it now um yeah i mean because it's it's recent i guess is why i want to talk about it it's like um, yeah yeah, well, I because, will say I mean, as it's well. More fresh, it's more fresh on my mind. I have, I am ready to, to get into some M83 discourse. But <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, this Mac thing, um, I, I, I got, you know, we haven't talked about it, so I just want to talk about I, it. Yeah, I think we exchanged one short text about it. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah we're but, both yeah, big fans of Mac DeMarco. We both it, like so. Mac a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, One Wayne G. First of all, I like the title. I think it's... You know, it's, it's true. There's only one. It's cu- uh, it's cute. It's cute. You know? Of course, Mac DeMarco is Canadian, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's from Edmonton, he, right? He is reminding us with this album title. He's from Edmonton. That sounds yeah, right. Which is where which is where Wayne Gretzky played. Yep. So so makes a lot. Just of sense. makes it just makes a lot of sense. And it I, just I, makes I like, sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. And uh, I like the artwork for it too. Yeah, I agree. It's nice. Yeah. Um, obviously, so this is um, a. Some people have called it an album. I don't know if he's called it that. Um, yeah, I see it. Like I see it referred to as album and collection, like depending yeah. on the the yeah. publication that's talking about it, which is a little bit annoying. But it's also like whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, it is whatever. I don't. But I, I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it's a collection. Yeah. Of. Um, I, I feel like it's explicitly not an album. Yeah, it's, it's really not an album. So, like, people being like, why would you release the album this long? Well, it's not an album. It yeah. is also very long for a, for what it is, for a collection of seemingly everything that he's just recorded mm-hmm. um, from, like, the for the past five years, just organized chronologically, eight hours and, like, 43 minutes of Mac DeMarco music some of mm-hmm. it instrumental some of it ambient some of it um 
and and it's varying degrees of finished or unfinished as well yeah it's i mean it's it's everything and it's it's one of those things where i think it's fair to say we both we both are into this project being released like we both like it right yeah i think that like i don't know i mean so yeah i don't have any problem with it i I definitely like me being like online and, and just like seeing a lot of people reacting to it so like i saw a lot of people being like yeah i'm not gonna listen to that um why mac demarco was annoying this is just because i fall to meet old people i don't no one you know i've never met a mac demarco hater um who's not old um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would agree with that um they you know i think that maybe maybe these people they don't they're not even up for nine hours of the day so for them a nine hour album <laughs> Um, yeah, I can understand why it's, why it's so daunting. They start to sundown around 5 p.m. <laughs> um, but it's and that's okay, you know. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like, well, I love Mac DeMarco. Um, would maybe some amount of curation been a little nice? Yeah, but that's not really what this is. Like, this is just him being like, yeah, I'm gonna whatever. I'm never gonna release this in any other form. Here's what I've been working, on. and for me. Someone who loves Mac DeMarco, I've been enjoying. I haven't listened to the whole thing. I listened to maybe a little over half of it. Um, yeah. But because I've just like been enjoying, kind of sifting through it. There's nothing on it that I hate, but there is stuff that's better than other stuff. And mm-hmm. um, there's there's a, there's him doing um, some genres and, and things that he just um, hasn't really done on on more focused projects. Yeah, and it's it's very easygoing. So like even the stuff that is l- lesser on the project, if you're have it on, it just fades into the background. So it's like kind of a non-issue to me. And I know yeah. like I know saying something is uh, like not bothersome is not exactly praise. Like I I I get that that somebody might say that about what I just said, but. At the same time, it's just like I, at a baseline, enjoy Mac DeMarco, and I feel like <laughs> this is a very ignorable project if you want to ignore it. So, like yeah. being being annoyed at it is a little bit weird to me. Yeah, it's to like, me, this it's one... just so disposable. Like I, you can take it or leave it. I, per, I personally will take it, but yeah, like I'll take it. if you want to leave it, I have no <laughs> grudge against you. I you think know? it really is just for the fans, which is like at this point, that's everything that he does. I think is is in a way just for the fans. Yeah. Um, just because of what he's been doing, he hasn't really. I mean, not since this old dog. No, he's been very um, low key. Has he like done something that's a little pushing the the like um, the boundaries of like his established sound? Um, but I mean, well, he he do, but he does do like you know I, he's making pretty straightforward ambient tracks um, for the past few years clearly, uh, and and I, I like hearing those, and I like. I just like. I mean, he makes it's like video gaming music, like yeah, or like I mean, vaporwave adjacent. It's like kind of music yeah, you yeah. Know? And it reminds me like some songs that like sound like they could be on the Chrono Trigger soundtrack, you know? Yeah. Um, which he did. He did um do a, a Chrono Trigger track on um, Five Easy Hot Dogs, um, yeah. which is which I thought was fun. And, and um, have you and seen it, that video that's going around? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, of. <laughs> Of oh of him at the party or um, no him he's wh- like sitting at a computer, um, and there's oh. like a guy talking to him and he's like uh, he's like playing one of his like little like funk loops that he has on his garage band or whatever, um, and he's like starts dancing to it and smiling and he's like 
it's garbage, but it's fun to make. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Which is like that's that just reference. sort of like how I like that sort of energy is what this whole project has to me which is just yeah, like kind of like, low-key fun if you're yeah, like if I you're mean, in you're in if you're out you're out that's that's part of the mac demarco appeal too right i mean he's he's extremely talented but he's you know he's got this um sort of lazy approach to um i mean it's like his aesthetic but i also think just in the way he makes music and, and um puts it out there um that's that's part of the whole thing baby uh and i think that yeah i'm excited to listen to the rest yeah like there's a song on this called she want that sandwich or she <laughs> want the sandwich <laughs> yeah on. i mean that's good stuff yeah um, you gotta give it up too. oh yeah i also like the stuff where he's sort of like um you know, he has like a melody in his mind, but he's just sort of like bebopping, Sca- like scanning, like yeah. Paul Paul McCartney does when he's writing a song in that documentary. Yeah, it's like it's fun to see. To, like I've always enjoyed the Mac DeMarco demo kind of releases that he puts out, and it's fun to see like these very early, you know, him just kind of messing around. Yeah, that also um, actually touches on another point, which is this kind of stuff has always been a part of what he does. Um, yeah. So it, so it it all like I don't know who's surprised. Uh, really you know yeah i just think it's like it's fun to be like oh back to marker released a nine hour album that's so ridiculous um, yeah it's like oh well fucking i don't know rivers cuomo releases like ridiculous amounts of bullshit uh, bullshit <laughs> tracks like the all the alone recordings and all like, that, yeah <laughs> like really spiraled out of control eventually yeah um, but if you're into it then you dig through that it's it's fun it's a fun thing about being a fan and uh, I, I guess I the, the point is I just am that much of a fan of Mac DeMarco. Yeah, I guess um, I am too. But there's no reason to. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Like it's you know not 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 a ton, ton to say about about this. So but the, I guess the main thing is that I I think it could be twenty hours. Um, yeah, I wish it was it, nine nine I wish hours. I wish it was nine hundred. Yeah, I wish it was nine hundred hours, <laughs> uh, and I would. Um, yeah, I'll just put that on I would uh, all the time. All the time I'll put it on. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is it's great. It's coming out at a great time of the year. The weather's hot now. Um, yeah, dude. I just was, uh, put it on in the afternoon and just let it let it go the whole afternoon. I don't know. I don't mind that one bit. Yeah. I was uh I was doing some house sitting over the weekend for uh for my dad. Um nice. And I was sitting out by that pool Saturday and I was I was just playing this all day. Didn't want to listen to anything else. And it was great. I mean, there's it. It kind of it does a good job. Just even though it's, you know, it just happens to be that he's like, through the course of recording all these tracks, mixing it up pretty consistently. So, you can be listening to it, and there's a song that's just like, him hitting some bongos for three minutes, and then the next <laughs> one is like, uh, kind of a groovy, more traditional Mac tune with some some noodling guitars. Yeah. Um, it's 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 mixing it up. Yeah, uh, or like, like chatter in the studio, or all kinds of stuff, like field recordings. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but th- that's a. Uh, yeah, that's that's, a, that's plenty of Mac talk, I think. That's plenty of Mac talk. We we've we've given him, uh, you know, given him, patted him on the back enough. Yeah, I think you know what. Here's what I'll say in closing: There's one Wayne G and there's one Mac D. Um, yeah. But there's also Mc, Ronald McDonald, I guess. Um, well, that's sort of Matt. another. He's well, he's Mickey D, I guess. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. 
I think I've made my point. I think we can probably get right into the the topic of the day, uh, which, as as you mentioned earlier, I mean, there's been new releases from Mac DeMarco and Chatpile and Kara Jackson and Wednesday and uh, Angel Olsen, and of course, yeah. we're here to talk about M83. M83. The most important of all. <laughs> you know what? I did want to talk to you about Boy Genius, but we can do that later. Oh, yeah. Um, that Because I do think we need to talk about M83 because someone's got to do it. Um, <laughs> and it's got to be us. Yeah. Uh, and listen, I will say my, you know more about this band than I do, I think. Um, so Probably. Although I'm yeah. not like deep on Like I don't know anything about them as people or anything like that. Yeah, I didn't really get into that. It's not. I didn't. It was not interesting to me. Um, no, and it doesn't I feel like a focus of who they are and what they do. When I read about the history of M83, I said, "You know what? I don't need to. I don't need to know all that." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. M83. They really became really popular when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and hurry up, we're dreaming. Their sixth album yeah. came out in 2011. Which was the first uh, album I heard by them. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were you know, fairly young, and, and that it, but we would have been, you know, this I was getting into this kind of music. I, I liked uh, stuff like, you know, Cut Copy, and uh, all, I, was, I, was get, I, I was into it, and I liked Midnight City. It was obviously the big, the big hit. Um, and then since then, they have done a fair amount of work on, on film scores um, you know they, they were very successful they've been doing a lot of stuff very prolific mm-hmm. um, but haven't really had the same reception um, to anything they've done or their studio albums in particular have not received the same reception yeah Hur- hurry up we're dreaming definitely felt like sort of a jumping the shark moment mm-hmm. for them yeah and fantasy their recent release I think we're here we're going to talk about that a good amount something I am curious about because I still I didn't do it in preparation for this episode because I was more interested in their new album. I have not listened to any of, except for maybe one, of their um, albums that preceded. Hurry up, we're dreaming. Do you have? Are you familiar with those uh, much at all? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I was a big fan of Hurry Up, We're Dreaming when it came out. It was obviously hugely critically acclaimed. It was like a, like massive moment for them. Midnight City was a huge single and got memed a lot um at the at the time and in the ensuing years um and i i liked it enough that i went back and listened to uh, all their other records and um i think the first they had like four records before that and the first one i never got super into um and i did not go back to it uh to prepare for this maybe it's better than i remember it honestly i don't i truly Wait, don't is know there's a uh, self-titled yeah uh, yeah um but dead cities bad, red seas and lost ghosts yeah, it's not it's not great. It reminds you of like early uh, like MGMT kind of bullshit. Um, oh, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, their their second record is is great. Also very critically acclaimed, but a little bit more. Uh, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's definitely not an unknown album. Like it's an album people talk about, but it's you know, it's certainly no. 
Yeah, that one sounds It's No Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. Um, and then they had Before the Dawn Heals Us, which I like a lot, and Saturdays Equals Youth, which I was really into in 2011 that and 2012. That one is the one that I have listened to, but don't have much uh, memory of because I did not revisit it for this one. I, I kind of... It's just... Well, it has been a crazy month for me with work and stuff is one of the reasons why we took the break. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of, And also just once, you know, it's hard to get back on the schedule once you, you take a couple weeks off. But um, I will say I've had trouble getting excited to listen to M83, but I've also only been listening to Hurry Up, We're Dreaming, Junk, and Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, something that I wanted to ask you that I maybe should have asked you earlier um, is I was wondering if it's worth it diving into their earlier work. Um, I think that's going to depend pretty strongly on how the appeal of their vibe in general is for you. Yeah. Um, because it's not it's not like they change hugely over their entire career. There's like a there's an arc to them and they do change over time. Um, I would say definitely check out Dead Cities. Um, okay. Because I, I think that that record will resonate with you. And then if you really like that one, then go for Before the Dawn Heals Us and Saturday's Equal Youth. Um, but yeah, it is it is one of those things where like all of their records are very cinematic in scope and theming and length. Um, and that's kind of their their whole thing. And their production is really blown out and massive on every record, whether they're doing more of the electronic pop thing or more of the shoegaze uh, kind of thing, which they do a lot of a lot of both and a mix of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it you may be able to find, you know, what record has the sweet spot of all of those things for you, and it may, it could be one of those first those first four. Um, but it also might be you might find out that it, it is just yeah. hurry up we're dreaming. I don't. I, I couldn't say for sure. Yeah, the the truth might be with them is that I just don't like them enough to go past hurry up we're dreaming. Aside yeah. from just you know a listener to um, I, I, I would say give dead cities a shot though i will because well I, i'm not gonna i i don't want to give the impression that i dislike m83 because i don't um i really enjoyed revisiting hurry up or dreaming i i do think that's still very good i yeah. like that midnight city is the second song on the album i like when the lead single is the second track mm-hmm. especially when it's one as big as that because yeah still a good song and and after a five minute track called intro yeah which is pretty Um, audacious (laughs) they so this band i do think they have a lot of audacity for one thing yeah um but and that can be a strength sometimes sometimes i think it works against them yeah um, how uh, they, they just are always really creating these these really huge sounds on their on their album and uh yeah some sometime I, I think it works really well in hurry up or dreaming mm-hmm. uh you know wait still a great song um, oh yeah you know really both of those tracks encapsulate just a certain you know moment period of time with with uh this uh, like it's th- that it, it feels like it you know that just has to be you know their peak it, but and since then you know have uh you know i think junk pretty disappointing follow-up yeah it, it uh, felt like that record kind of took the wind out of their sails because it felt like it was meant to be even a bigger crossover into more mainstream pop like dropping some of the uh 
the more artsy pretense of some of their earlier stuff in a bigger way and just going for like true pop songs and some parts of that record i would say work in that capacity and then other parts really don't and the whole thing is definitely a little too long even though it is shorter than their other records by a little bit they did trim it down slightly but it is still like i would say it's a bit it's a bit tedious it feels long yeah Um, and i had never listened to it and i was excited to when i started listening to it because the first track do it try it is good yeah Um, which was the big or the attempted to be the big single when uh, yeah which i don't i don't know if it really it did not it did not connect to yeah but i do like it i like the song um and i like the second one i like go yeah i also Um, like go i was gonna say i like i know this is not like not like mostly the record we're talking about today but my lan i i not really familiar with her and i hadn't listened to junk since the year it came out 2016 so it had been a while um and this reminded me i like her features she's featured a lot on here she's a french singer um and i I think she's like all the songs with her on it are like pretty good and i like her vocals yeah i do like her vocals and i I think that yeah a lot of the parts that are working on this album because of her i'm also not very familiar with um my lawn uh but and i like the closer too like it's like it's an album that in some ways seems to work sunday night 1987 like it just it um that that song closes with like sort of a i don't there's a certain name for for, it's like a it's like a synthesized harmonica sound um i don't know what that instrument or sound is called um but it's like it's still even on this it's like it's it's really swinging for the fences, mm-hmm. um, and, and and the parts where it works, it's it it, it is like really nice, euphoric. Um, yeah, it's good music. Yeah, but overall, it's just um, not really hitting uh, across. Like, and it does going from hurry up, we're dreaming to junk with a large gap in between. I mean, they were doing other stuff, but it, this is you know as far as studio albums go. It's yeah. The context is kind of rough on the album, which is already, I think, not quite good enough in the first place. And then the the context makes it harder for that album to succeed. Yeah, kind of landed with a thud, and that yeah, 2011 was a long time ago. So with this fantasy coming out, um, which is essentially the follow up to Junk, um, Mm -hmm. it's uh, I haven't seen a ton of people talk about it. And also, pretty like you know, not bad reception, but pretty like you know. I don't think the reception to it's been unfair or anything, but I just think that, yeah, at this point, M83, um, they kind of like, we talked about Purity Ring recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think M83 is occupying, you know, they're in a similar place where um, they Definitely were more successful. More successful, I mean, uh, but just as far as, like, being sort of, like, you know, there's the sound that they're doing isn't as relevant as it used to be, mm-hmm. and there's just you know i don't know that they're going to recapture the that excitement that was around them but um still releasing music that if you're into this genre i think um can can be pretty good like something you're into i mean i think fantasy is um it's pretty good like i think it's one of their most i think it's a very listenable record far more than than junk um, I would agree with that. Um, it definitely works better as a whole than Junk does. I think yeah. Junk has some a few, like a handful of tracks that um, 
stand out in a positive way uh, but doesn't really work as a record whereas fantasy maybe actually uh, just sort of blends together a little bit more than I would like um, yeah but it does really does yeah. is more cohesive as a as a record statement yeah I think it's I, th I think it's like it's not really totally my thing so it, like I said like we've been you know putting this off for a few weeks so like over time i've been just less and less like oh, what does what that album sound like again i guess i'm gonna go listen to it uh, and i'm like yeah this is good um but it's like it's just something that you kind of have to like if you're gonna listen to it be a little patient with because it's not it's not very exciting mm -hmm. um there, it doesn't have like a song like you know midnight city or whatever yeah um, and again it is long yeah, and it's pretty long, so it's like you have to be willing to sort of be like, all right, I'm going to kind of give myself over to this, because it's, it's trying, you know, they're kind of trying to, like, take you, you know, take you on a little, you know, sonic journey mm -hmm. uh, with their... And, and their thing, I think, is always, like, uh, sort of, like, they're always trying to manufacture, like, an imagined nostalgia for a history that no one really has you know what i mean sure. that's how yeah. everything they do kind of feels and some records like really work in their catalog for that obviously hurry up we're dreaming is the super notable one that worked for a lot of people um and -hmm. but they're still doing that thing all these years later it's you know more than a decade since that record more than two decades since they started as a band um and it just they're i think they're they're not doing a bad job at you know the production is still really massive um and still really detailed um the songwriting is not terrible or anything but it is just they don't they don't succeed at capturing that feeling that like they had a moment where they just had like something kind of magic in their hands and yeah and I, it feels like that's a little bit gone now and that's not yeah. to say that the, the music sucks now or anything because it doesn't but it is it doesn't just there's, it doesn't have that there's nothing it's a special about it because it's like you see glimpses of it yeah earth to sea that's a pretty good track mm -hmm. um fantasy i think that's the title track you kind of get like some funky 80s little baseline like um there's some like it's there's some parts of it where it's having fun and you're like yeah i wish you would have a little more fun um because they me trying to listen to M83 these past this past month, I've literally fallen asleep many times. Um, yeah. Specifically, I, I tried to listen to Digital Shades Volume Two. I was gonna uh, ask you if you if you listened to that. I tried to like twice and I fell asleep, but like it was nice, you know. I would like be sleeping in and out of sleep, like oh, this is like, whoa, <laughs> I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I was whoa. gonna say is, yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> You're feeling like you're at the uh, the nail salon again. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a little like, laser light show going on in my head. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like that's actually like what you're saying about falling asleep listening to that record. For that record, I think it's like actually a strength. Uh, yeah. Whereas for fantasy, it's a, it's yeah. a weakness because DSV nice, two, but it's like feels much more low key um, and like it's not trying to be this grand experience and it's like sort of uh, a tribute to like video game music kind yeah. of. Um, which is, you know, that's just something that kind of works for me and is very pleasant. Um, yeah, I, I like it actually, and I think I'll put it if I need a sleep album or something, or I'm just reading a book. Yeah, I might it, go to that one again. Um, it's it's nice to hear fantasy. him go for for 
quieter sounds a little bit too not that that record is super quiet but he is like playing in actual ambient spaces which he doesn't usually on their main records yeah on digital shades yeah 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 fantasy is just more frustrating because it's 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 trying to do something different i mean it's 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 uh you know it's a studio album it's it's got uh singles and all that and but and it just Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you go into a project like this from them, and you want you 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 do you know you want to them to maybe at some point recapture some of that that old magic, um, and yeah, I don't think um, I kind of maybe it, I mean it, I can see someone um, really enjoying this record, so I think it's worth listening to if you really like synth pop. Yeah, um, well, and I'll I'll say I, I just like anecdotally like I haven't seen like really bad or great press for this record um from major publications like it's been pretty pretty down the middle but like i I do know a person from that uh, we both knew in high school and i won't say their name on the podcast but uh she's been she's been like frequently posting m83 on her instagram story um so like i get there are those people out there i guess who are just remain fans after all these years and are like this is great i love this band Certain. I mean, we just talked about Mac DeMarco putting out nine hours of absolute bullshit. Yeah, so, and we like, like it, <laughs> and we like it. So it's it's really just, yeah, I totally um, see that, and I, I think that um, if you are like a big fan of M eighty three, this is a, a more promising direction for them as a follow up to Junk. Yeah, um, definitely much more focused. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I I can see myself um, returning to a few tracks yeah. here and there. I, the same is true with junk. I, uh, there are tracks from that that I've been returning to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I mean, I like M83. It's, it's just, uh, you know, I just want the best for them. I want them. I think that they, they can be better. Um, and you know, now that you, I, I do think we're talking about it, I, I think I am going to revisit some of those early ones. Maybe not, maybe not right away. I'm a little tired of of uh, M83. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, go in. Um, so some of that early stuff is good. And I, I will say, like, I'm not trying to convince you to do it sooner than you want to at all. Um, but, like, I just I just will say, like, sincerely, that stuff does, like, those records are also, you know, long, and it's, it's a whole thing to get into M83, and I totally get that. But they do, like, hang together as records, like, way better than this later stuff that you've been focusing on. Yeah, that's, um, that makes sense. And, and have mean, some really crazy. catchy songs. Yeah, Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. It's crazy that that's their sixth album. Or fifth, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. But Yeah, so I, I do think I... I um, and I, and I, I know you're a, you're a shoegaze person, and, and they were, like, more overtly playing in the shoegaze space in the earlier yeah, stuff, they I are say. still doing that a little bit, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see it a, a ton. Um so I would like I would like to hear more of that more of that shoegaze. Yeah, I like a I like a the shoegaze. Um, <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Does that wrap it up for M eighty three? We probably have a yeah. lot of uh, like sort of honorable mentions and stuff to talk about this week, right? Yeah, I mean we got some catching up to do. Yeah, we stuff really talk to talk in a month. So and and I feel like yeah, I mean um, no need to. I think we've covered our how we feel about M eighty three. Yeah, it does also feel like uh, you know like. It, it's, they pretty obviously shot themselves in the foot by, you know, waiting five years and then releasing a big, like, overt yeah. pop record that they called Junk. 
and put like Yo Gabba Gabba characters on yeah, the cover. Yeah, I remember when it came out. Like it's kind of a baffling choice, right? It's called junk, and seeing the the cover of it, I was like, hmm, I'm not in a hurry to I'm not in a hurry to listen to that one. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just like, what are they trying to convey to both fans and newcomers? You know, it doesn't feel like either party is going to be super enthused to check that out. I don't know. It's a weird choice yeah. aesthetically. Yeah, I mean, when someone asks you to soundtrack Oblivion. Um, you soundtrack Oblivion, you know? No, of course, yeah, yeah. You you want that? You want that Tom juice? Yeah. When someone, I've never seen Oblivion. Have you? Yeah, I've seen it. You like it? Should not, I watch it? No, not really. Oh, really? I mean, I saw that you watched uh, King of Staten Island the other night. Is you logged yeah, it on Letterboxd? So uh, with uh, I guess you'll yeah. watch anything. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it was not that movie. It's King of Staten Island. Way, way too long. Way too long. Way longer than it needs to be. <laughs> um, That's the Judd Apatow guarantee. Um, it was. It was. I was curious. About, you know, curious about it for, for a while. Um, and well, Oblivion. I, I kind of like sci-fi movies that are like only kind of good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's fine for that. Like, if you if you like have plenty of time on your hands and you're just like ah. I want to watch something, but I don't know what, and I'm feeling pretty low stakes. Like, yeah, Oblivion's fine for that context. You'll get some enjoyment out of watching Tom Cruise be in a movie that's sci-fi. Uh, you know, so that's that's what I would say about it. But it's not like a good movie, really. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, thanks for that review. Um, <laughs> you asked. There's a lot of there's a lot of other movies I should probably watch. Yeah, probably. Uh, but I don't know. You, I mean, you seen Moon? moon i've seen moonfall no um, you've seen moonfall yeah i watched it with like a some bunch of friends um oh. it was that movie is uh ridiculous yeah, no um, i know <laughs> you haven't seen moon okay yeah i haven't been watching a ton of movies lately um sunshine i'm just trying to think of sci-fi movies you should watch yeah, there's a ton of sci-fi movies I haven't seen. Uh, good ones that like I know I need to watch. You should um, watch Sunshine. Sunshine? Who directed that? Danny Boyle. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, huh. yeah, I should watch that. I like Danny Boyle. Yeah, it's a, um, it's it's in typical Danny Boyle fashion. It's a bit of a mess, but in like a interesting way. It's good. Nice. It's good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was I was all into Love Is Blind, and now that that's over now, um, but Survivor's still going. Uh, baseball just started. The, the the NBA playoffs are going on right now. Mm. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, Politics. This base this baseball news. stuff. I got to figure this out, man. My there's a lot of time left in the season, but my team's I got to make some moves. You know, uh, I, really, I really wish I knew anyone who knew anything about baseball. Yeah, I think um, you're gonna you're gonna want to look into uh, Babe Ruth. I think he's one to watch. Yeah. I gotta get him on yeah the team. Yeah, um, see if you can make some trades. Yeah, get to, you might want to want you you might want to have a number forty two. You might want to check out that guy. Yeah, see, I don't even know why why I try talking to you about this stuff. <laughs> um, uh, no, I love baseball because the crack of the bat. <laughs> yep, you are always you're always waxing poetic about America's favorite pastime. Yeah, so the bottom um, of the ninth. Yep. A feeling I know all too well. Yep. Um, <laughs> bottom of the peanuts, hot dogs. Yeah. Uh huh. Peanuts <laughs> and hot dogs. Uh, getting, um, 
<laughs> all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of the, the words of that, that all that song, and I couldn't, I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, buy me a barrel of Cracker Jack, something like that. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about and I won't uh, back. baseball uh, and the Braves. That's one too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, I know a lot about baseball. I saw, um, yeah. I saw the B-52s play in a baseball stadium, shaped like an orange. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Uh, you were there for that church trip. Yeah, it was a church trip. Uh, we were, we were behind them. They sounded like shit. Yeah, it sucked. We were behind the stage. Um, it's so weird that we did that. Yeah, uh, we were like, all right, I guess we're gonna leave. No point in listening to this. Um, <laughs> it is yeah, yeah. baseball, huh? Um, who do you got for the 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 playoffs? Who do you think is gonna win basketball? Uh, make these predictions when uh, we still live together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last yeah. year, you correctly predicted the Bucks. Yep, and I think I got it was the Heat the year before that, right? It was Lakers. Oh, it was Lakers. Damn, but the Heat. It was uh, against wait, no, the no, no, heat. no, wait, 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 wait. It was Warriors last year. Oh, I got, I got the Bucks. The you year predicted before. the Bucks year before. Yeah. Okay. It was um, Warriors last year. Okay. Yeah, but you had already moved by that point, so yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get your prediction. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, I'm running out of uh, teams that I know the name of. Um, yeah, I also I not um, I won't tell you the teams that are in the playoffs. Uh, I want to see if you. Yeah, I, I may uh, not get that part correct. Uh, who's um? There's nobody. The t- New York teams aren't good these days, right? Um, no, no, not I mean. They kind of suck. I mean, not not really. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, you know what? I'm going. Uh, oh, and the Celtics aren't that good either right now, right? Um, I don't know if I would say that. Uh, no, they they are they they're good. They are okay. Yeah, I'll go. I don't like them, but I'll go Celtics. Yeah, I think that that's um that's that's very possible. I think that that's a good prediction. Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I yeah. Who's the who's like the star on the Celtics these days? Who do they got? Uh, Jason Jason Tatum. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's good. He has chips. He has good chips. Uh, Flaming Hot Barbecue Ruffles. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think better than LeBron James Flaming Hot Cheddar and Sour Cream Chips. Interesting, because um, I, like, I like Cheddar and Sour Cream more than I like Barbecue, but you're saying the Flaming Hot pairs better? Yeah, well, I also love Barbecue Chips. It's one of my favorite flavors. Okay, um, I like Barbecue I do... Chips, but I, I really like Sour Cream, or Cheddar and Sour Cream. Oh, man. You're playing right now. Oh, no, that's not good. Is Giannis playing tonight? I don't know. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, I'll edit some of this out. This I just was looking. I was looking. I didn't realize. I gotta. I'm gonna watch this once we're off. Um, okay. And I might get mad. The so um, those the Bucks are up against the Heat right now. So. Oh, that's big. Um, it's big. The Heat have. It's been a shitty season. I I kind of stopped watching because yeah, it just you're you're still good. you're still on the Heat train though, right? Yeah, well, you know, Magic are on the up and up, um, and you know, I mean, I'm an Orlando in, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be a supporting the Magic. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a Magic well wisher. I'm a supporter in you theory. You know, hey, Chid has called the the Orlando Magic the most exciting team in the NBA. Wow. Um, on he said that, um, I believe that's a direct quote from Round. Um, and I agree. Um, Promoting their podcast. Sorry, I'll, I'll bleep that. The Magic, they have like so such good young talent. So I'm I'm actually more excited to follow them at this point than the Heat because I just don't. The, the, the Heat are frustrating, but 
Um, they're they're leading the the series right now. They're two one, but that's Giannis has been injured. Yeah, I think Giannis is returning tonight. They're winning right now. We'll see how it goes. Game four. Mm. Um, I do think that um, I'm thinking. I was kind of thinking before the playoffs started, it was either the, the Celtics or the Bucks that were going to take the whole thing. Yeah, um, I thought about predicting the Bucks again. I just I like um I like I like Giannis. I like his whole thing. I just like his vibe. Yeah, Giannis is awesome. I mean, he's he's great. I think he's great. Um, so uh, you know, I'm kind of happy. I like you know, but I also don't like is the Celtics obviously Jason Tatum though. Yeah, he's he's good. So the Celtics uh, are just like they're just annoying, right? They're just yeah, kind of an annoying fucking. team. I don't like I don't like their their whole thing. Um, no, well, they just you know they won they, they, all those times and they're they're annoying and yeah, it's like the Lakers. It's just like if you're not you know if you're not from there, it's like what are you? Why would you like them? Yeah, um, is Jim is Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero are they both still with the Heat? Yeah, Tyler Hero got injured though in the first game of the series. Mm. Um, Has he been doing any better? I feel like he was not living up to potential. No, he kind of after that you know he had that explosive kind of performance in the in the, the in 2020 in the bubble um and he he really hasn't uh you know he's still pretty good but he's just not getting as good as you would hope he yeah. was kind of essential though him being injured is a bummer Oladipo I think got injured mm the previous game so part of me is just like this season could just end and um let's reassess let's figure i don't want to waste jimmy butler and jimmy and bam like you don't want to waste having them yeah you know um and it's i don't know it's i'm getting upset but yeah you know you know i'm 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 gonna pull for that i'm i'm hoping you know, who knows? You never know what's going to happen. Um, how's yeah, how's Jimmy Butler's coffee prices these days? Gone up? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Um, uh, I imagine the, uh, you know, pandemic hit hard. He's probably had to up those prices. Uh, yeah, well, the- I, actually, I imagine anybody who knows anything about basketball who could be listening to this is probably really annoyed because this is just now me asking, like, the most basic questions to you about what is going on in basketball. And they're like, yeah, I, I know all of this. You're just asking if Jimmy Butler is still playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is, these are the kind of, I don't know, I don't have a lot of friends who um, watch sports. So these are yeah. the only sports conversations I mostly have. I'm, I'm, um, I'm into basketball in theory. I just don't make time for it. Yeah. Um, Nor do I yeah, pay I mean, for I, a streaming hey, service I, I, I where I can watch really it. I don't really either, um, but... Um, I did get back on YouTube TV so I could watch. I mean, I should just. I, I, there's other ways, but um, if you really want, you can you can watch the games if you really want. But um, yeah, you know, I yeah, gotta. I, know. I got Luigi's uh, Mansion Three to play. I gotta. Ooh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Um, yeah, well, I don't remember. I was about to say something, but you totally Luigi's Mansion Three. That just threw me for a loop. <laughs> you were playing Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah, Luigi, baby, Luigi's good. No, Luigi. I, I've I've only played the one for 3ds. It was a good game, though. Oh, you never played the GameCube one? No, uh, maybe at a friend's house. It's also twice, good. It's it's very slight these days, but I know you you are pretty amenable to older gaming experiences, so you should yeah, you should, you know, you should go back sometime. Retro gaming. Um, what? 
because all, all three Luigi's Mansion games I would say are good. Yeah, you know I'm still uh, knee deep in Nino Kuni, so I'm, oh, I'm just. Oh yeah, you stuck with it. It's good. It's a good game. Um, nice. I haven't been finding a ton of time to play it. Uh, I've been playing a lot of like Overwatch and Mario Kart and mindless stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good, and I, I I kind of was thinking I should try to finish it or get close to finishing it before Tears of the Kingdom comes out because that is going to start occupying a lot of my time for at least uh, like a couple months. Yeah, um, that's that's I why I, I chose Luigi's Mansion 3 to play because I knew it would be kind of short and sweet because yeah. I want to I wrap it up before Zelda comes out, which is also going to be... I like might have to buy a second Switch for Zelda because <laughs> like both. Yeah. my partner is like... A, two copies. Yeah, Breath of the Wild turned my partner into like who had previously never played a Zelda game into like a huge Zelda fan. Um, yeah, which is which is great, and I like I'm very happy for them and happy about it. But it does it's gonna make it very hard when that game comes out. Yeah, now they they have put more time into Breath of the Wild than I probably have in both video both of game. us combined. Yeah, um, except for maybe Skyrim, I could maybe I could maybe match that. Yeah, um, and I and hey, I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I respect the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, anyways, I did. I did. Um, you know, we're kind of we haven't talked in a while. We're kind of just catching up. Yeah. But I did. We we haven't talked since um, Goibinius, um Yeah, we should Boy talk Genius, about some music. Boy Genius came out. Uh, although, um, actually, sorry, I gotta interrupt you real quick. Uh. Can I? Can we take a quick break before we get into like Boy Genius and other music stuff? Yeah. Okay. Cool. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And welcome back to good listeners. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Where you were about to talk about? What did you call them? Boy Genius. Boy P or Boy Genius. Um. Boy Genius. Yes, we know you as you as you as we all know them. Yes, uh, a bit of a misnomer. They're not boys at all, are they? Yeah, that's what um, it's word on the street. They're not boys at all. Are they genius? Um, yeah, that depends on which uh, outlet you read. <laughs> yeah, uh, pitchforks. Uh, or or really, which tweet you read? Which tweet you read? A lot of no way around. A lot of discourse around boy genius. If you're um, you're at all plugged in to the online internet um mm-hmm. you know yeah i will shit um well basically i mean i mostly want to just talk to you about it because we haven't talked about it yeah and we both like boy genius a lot we both like the, the individual artists, artists yeah so uh, you know i'm curious how you feel about it. i want to talk about it um but obviously i'd feel like you know i'll you know, feel have to acknowledge that I think people are kind of annoying about the way they talk about this band. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I agree. Uh, all that stuff was very like ugh. anyway. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like whatever. Like it's uh, it's just it's just like kind of a natural effect of a band getting so hyped up in, in a certain sphere of, of you know people who are into music mm-hmm. um and a, kind of a natural reaction to that on, on a, you know, a place like twitter or whatever else it is um yeah 
you know, that is what it is. Yeah, but yeah. So acknowledging that, yeah, all of that. There's a, like a there was hot and heavy discourse when this came out. Um, yeah. So and, uh, but it, I, and I, I, I kind of maybe it was like, all right, well, I'm gonna give it some time to process how I feel about this because of people are saying, oh, it's so bad or oh, it's so amazing. Like, um, I like Boy Genius. Like, I wanna get. So I, I actually, you know, I've been slowly getting more into it. Um, I'm at a point where I'm liking it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it's a little disappointing, depending on like how you look at it. Uh, you know, if you're looking for something that is up to par with the Boy Genius EP or any of the most recent record solo records from these ar- three artists, from Phoebe Bridgers, um, Julian Baker, and Lucy Dacus. Who I think all three of them released their best solo records. Like yeah, the, so it's the like, last time around was all three of their best solo you're records. You're going against three really great records and a really tight, great EP. Yeah. So that you know, that left people wanting more. Like it's a sort of um, a famous EP for like people were like, "Oh, I wish there were more of these songs." And um, they do kind of lean into that. Yeah. Um, you know, this is it's called the record is what the the album is called. So it's yeah. You know, uh, they're leaning into the hype, um, but. Hey, I mean, it's... As, as is their right, you know? Yeah, it's boy genius. Yeah, they, they earned it, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, re- recognizing all that, or acknowledging all of that context around the record and around the fandom and all that, all that shit, um, I basically, for the rest of the, the time that I'm going to take talking about this record, I'm going to pretty much ignore all of that. Like, I feel like we've we've acknowledged that it exists and was kind of annoying, but... As far yeah. as how I f- actually feel about the record, it's pretty unaffected by all of that. Um, yeah, and, me too. And uh, I, I just think this is like a really solid set of songs that I... There's ones that I like more than others. Um, I don't think it's like a perfect record or anything. Um, but there are there are songs on this thing that I love. Um, yeah, and oh, for sure. It's like, like it's definitely going to be a record that I'm going to be continuing to listen to throughout the year and, and beyond. So yeah, that's where, where I'm at with it. Same, yeah. No, it is already in my, heavy in my rotation. I was like the first couple times I listened to it, I was kind of like, um, for one thing, they released all the most of the best songs before it came out, which is fine um, because there's a lot of other good songs on it. Um, but yeah, I was kind of unsure. Like, you know, it's weird. Like even like I remember when Vampire Weekend's fourth record came out, and I was. It's just like when you're like really anticipating something it's kind of hard to figure out yeah you don't even know what to do with it first the newness you know? of it because um, it's so new and it's like and you you love the old stuff so much it's kind of like hard to to really take it all in you know what um, you so know what it reminds me of a little bit actually is you and i saw star wars episode nine together in the theater <laughs> and i i i will always remember walking out of that theater and that movie is obviously like one of the worst movies to ever be released in a theater. It's just like horrific. It sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, it's like unbelievably bad. But I was just like sort of so shell shocked by the whole thing that I think you asked me like, "What did you think about that?" And I was like, "I think it was good." Was how I responded at first, and then obviously like, I don't know, like twenty yeah. minutes later, I was like, "Wait, no, that was awful." I, like I can't believe I had to watch that, but just like yeah, was... I just like couldn't even process it after it happened. I just like couldn't believe the... what I had just watched. I just felt like I was like in shock. 
at the whole thing. jarring experience. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, I had had my problems with all the other Star Wars movies, but the, 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 the way... Never has a movie I've gone to see so like just shit the bed so much like, yeah. in terms of <laughs> my expectations, and they were not high expectations. Yeah, um, just an unbelievable and, like, and abject guy. failure. Um, but yeah, but but boy genius. A uh, uh, flip side of that, you know, because um, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's really good now that now that I've had some time to spend with it. I mean, I I really love, um, uh, you know. A lot of the singles, True Blue, Not Strong mm-hmm. Enough. Those two songs in particular. Oh, uh, Not Strong Enough is so good. Um, those are worship songs, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Did you see that, that Keegan tweet? It's like he said, um, who called them Boy Genius and not Gay Hill Song? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's, you know, definitely why part of, like, it's so tr- Like, listening to this album more than ever. It, it's it's true for some of these artists all the time, but mm-hmm. um, well, and also like you know it it like essentially like I think or not essentially crucially uh, that is also not a diss. I think you know no, it's not a diss. I mean, it's um, it's it's like those those songs and like how, kind of how they're structured and sound, but like um, g- good and, and not um, not a uh, you know gay, not not religious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, the, the only, and obviously to varying degrees as artists, they like they they're playing in that space like on purpose, you know. Especially Lucy and Julian, Phoebe, yeah, much Phoebe less, but much less um, has the, the um, youth group kid thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, they they're all in a, in a Phoebe's like the one kid that's like not as into youth group. Yeah, um, but that that just wants to like play in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's friends with them. Really, yeah, yeah, like doesn't really, you know, you know, not not closing her eyes during the prayer. Let's just say. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's put it that way. Okay, let's put it that way. Okay, let me put it nicely. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and um, but but uh, you know, Julian and Lucy, they're they're uh, they're pretty into the whole youth group thing. They're. Uh, uh, <laughs> they love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Satanist. That's a that's kind of a bop. Yeah. Um, great songs. Leonard Cohen. That's one that did get put on blast on Twitter. The song Leonard Cohen. A certain. Um, mm-hmm. There's a certain line from it that, that, that references him. Um, and I will say, a little unfair how how uh, that, that people were to take a bad lyric and and be like oh these artists are hacks like um yeah if in that song i don't really like leonard cohen the song um because it's like i mean it works uh enough like what for what it is but but i think that 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 chunk of lyrics talking about leonard cohen is just very clunky and kind of um uh, it's not it's just it's just uh it is it is like a weaker point on an album but it's like I wouldn't have thought twice about it, you know, if, if that if it hadn't like been a tweet with like you know thousands of likes or whatever. Yeah, um, and I don't even like personally. I don't the the line doesn't even bother me that much as much bother, as it bothered like, other people. But well, I just think it's clunky. But I think yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't. I didn't even mean to to focus on that. I just mean that yeah, yeah. Th- um, the second half of the r- album, um, I like it less than the first half, but 
I mean, I, I think, think anti-curse is great and Satanist is great. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that as I was saying, I was thinking there are great songs. I think a big part of it is, is that particular song that I, I just um, – it loses a little bit of momentum at that part of the album for me. Um, but then you go into Satanist, which I think is a great song. We're in Love, uh, you know, um, pretty nice song. And then the last two tracks, I think they're both very good. Um, I think overall – so, but I do. So I will say, I would I would shave a couple tracks off of this. Um, okay. But that's that's a pretty slight criticism because overall, I, I you know I, I love it. It's going to be something I'm listening to all year. Um, if I were, we're coming up on like, you know, almost, you know, not kind of getting close to mi- middle of the year, and I, this would be, I think, by that point, still one of my favorites to come out. Just uh, I love Boy Genius. Um, yeah. I, I agree with all that, and also I, you know, I I know that this is the one of the big songs from the record is is twenty dollars. I also I love that song. Um, twenty dollars, I think it's great. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I yeah I pretty much agree with with everything you're saying. I think it yeah it probably could be a ten track instead of twelve track, but I I'm okay with how it is, um, how it came out. Um, so I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, but I'm I'm kind of I think I'm a little bit more okay with how it is currently. I'm okay with how it is. I mean, it's still really good. It's just if I were to, you know, I, I would. There are a couple of tracks I, I maybe wouldn't have done, um, just because if you want something that's like as consistent as, as um, I think these artists typically are. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I do think this is about as good as you could want it to be if you're a fan of um, of Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I guess uh, I'll also say as a caveat to everything I'm saying is that like this, they all three of these artists are some of my my partner and I's favorite artists who we listen to together a lot. It's artists that we share a lot, and we also share a yeah. lot of Boy Genius. Um, so you know, like they're always going to perform at even like that. That always having that like personal life emotional connection with a piece of art is always going to make it perform higher than it might for someone who doesn't have that you know what i mean um so like i can understand how maybe if you're just coming to it you know cold you just like here there's a you know a new indie rock record by boy genius out and you check it out and you're like yeah this isn't for me um i could understand that being the case but you know for for me i have i do have that you know more of a connection with it um and i do love all of these songwriters so that that i guess is just a caveat that's that's where i'm coming at it from is like maybe maybe i guess there's like some bias there in the sense that yeah it's just gonna always be yeah i'm I'm gonna come in with um, like a positive feeling i i you know i love i'm a i'm a a really big phoebe bridgers fan um i definitely listen to i've listened to punisher like a lot like a lot yeah um but i do i really loved uh i mean i've listened to all these artists records and mm-hmm. i always tend to you know I'm, I'm on the more positive side of how i feel about it like i just i, I like them a lot um so um for me obviously this is going to deliver yeah um and i honestly i find them charming in interviews and stuff too which i know some of that stuff like annoys people people don't like how they are 
Yeah, uh, well, that to me bothers me. Because it's like, come on, they're just they're friends, but they're pals. Like, yeah, they just they just act like friends in, in interviews. Like you ask them one questions and then or one question, sorry, and then they pretty much interview themselves from that point on because they're yeah, they just start talking yeah. at each other, which which I think is charming. Like it's nice. I don't know. Um, yeah, and people seem like really bothered by that in a way that's like, well, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, f- yeah, I find the I like whole I, I I'm enjoying being on the on the boy genius side instead of the anti boy genius side. I guess is what I'm yeah, saying. No, that seems, seems like a bummer on that side. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're having a good time over here. Yeah, um, you know, we're kind of talking for a while. We're going we're going pretty long. long. Yeah. Although some I'm of gonna this is gonna be cut a decent amount out. Um, but you know, I mean, is there anything else in particular? Well, I, that like has come out that you kind of want to. One um, thing, if you're listening to this and you like our music opinions at all, uh, go go listen to Julian Baker because for some reason she still has way fewer listeners than uh, the rest oh, yeah. of Boy Genius. Uh, go check her out because she's she's my boy. She's my number one. She always has been. Um, as far as these three artists go, like she's she's my favorite and the one that I just gravitate towards the most. Um, yeah. So uh got a got a stump for Julian. Go check her out. She's got great records. Yeah. No, I think I mean the the last one was super underrated. Yeah. Um, I agree. And overall she's she's what? just as good as any of the other ones of uh, as uh, or, as Phoebe or Lucy. They're, um a great songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um and absolutely I think people should listen to her. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I was, as I alluded to at the top of the show like a lot of shit has come out uh in the past few weeks that we have missed out on talking about so yeah i haven't listened to a lot of it i've been listening to a lot of bob dylan um well that's what i was gonna say too is i haven't been listening to a lot of bob dylan uh, <laughs> i was like wow that is so exciting <laughs> uh. <laughs> no I, I wish i wish that i could uh, you know have a deep conversation about bob dylan with you but uh it's been a while for me um so i guess if you want to talk about bob dylan go ahead but I also no, have I've just I I was really just saying that that um I, there's a ton of music that's come out that I have not listened to. Um, um yeah. Well, I know because that because I've been listening to Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um I know we've both listened to uh the new Wednesday record, which is great. Yeah, Wednesday. Um which I honestly great. I think I forgot who Wednesday was cuz I know I've been hearing you talk about them and i didn't huh. realize until i went to listen to the new record because it had so much hype and you'd been talking about it i was like i gotta listen to this wednesday record and then i realized oh yeah they had a record in 2021 that i liked a lot and listened to a bunch and just mm. like i forgot who mm. they were yeah that's good which one. is weird um, um yeah that wednesday one i've i've listened to it yeah several times excited to listen to it more that one's got me on a drive-by truckers kick as well um mm sure uh, but it's a that that one's a, a doozy for sure yeah i know we've both been listening to the the hold steady record uh which is great that's yet another doozy mm-hmm. and um, uh yeji dropped her uh her debut album so what debut album oh shit that's crazy i gotta listen to that oh you didn't you haven't um, heard that no Dude, i don't it, think i don't know if that was on my radar it rules oh man that is super exciting i love yeji yeah no it's it's really good um, um you're you know, you're I, gonna love it I'm excited. I do think I think that Hold Steady record is what kicked off um, my like current kind of dad rock li- like spree that I've been going because it's not just Bob Dylan. I've been listening to like 
Eric a lot Clapton. of like no, but like Steely <laughs> Dan and Tom Petty, yeah, yeah, um, and and stuff like that. And I, I think the Hold Steady um, kind of kicked that off a little bit. Um, Ted Nugent, <laughs> Sticks. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, what, 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 was, what was the other one? Oh, oh, and a lot of Velvet Underground. But I know you you don't like them. Yeah. Um, uh huh. You hate them. Yep. But yeah, those are those are all good. Yeah. Um, I, I it's been fun, mm-hmm. but we gotta wrap up. And I don't even know. I kind of I had some ideas for for we're gonna record um, the next episode. Yeah. I think I picked M eighty three technically, so mm-hmm. I was actually wondering if you had something in mind. Uh, I might. So I've been listening to. Um, I was I was just gonna mention as well. I've also been listening to old music a bunch. Uh, to the to, like to the point of neglecting new music a little bit, but what I've been listening to is uh, uh, Haruomi Hosono, which I don't. Have you ever gotten into him? No. He was one of the members of Yellow Magic Orchestra uh, with Ryuichi Sakamoto. Um, oh, okay, okay. And I had never really listened to his solo stuff, and it's Rest like. In peace. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, of course. Um, an absolute, an absolute legend. Um, but turns out Hosono is also a, a legend, um, and his solo records are incredible. He also apparently created the first created he like performed, recorded, released the first uh, album dedicated to video game music in history. Um, wow. Which is kind of crazy. In 1984, he did his own arrangements of a bunch of Namco songs and released it on oh, vinyl. That's awesome. That's that's cool. And he was the first person to ever do that. Um, oh man, which that's is great. which is pretty pretty sick. And like his music, uh, pretty different from Ryuichi Sakamoto's uh, solo music. Um, and like very much in like a uh, like very forward thinking like like almost like. Um, Muzak uh, slash ambient slash rock and pop and like sample based electronic like very like all over the place but like super interesting and like all, like almost like pre vaporwave like he was basically doing vaporwave in like 1978. Um, That's crazy. And is that what you you're trying you want to do an episode on him? Uh, well, I think his shit is like fucking brilliant. Honestly, it like blew my mind the first like day a couple weeks ago when I started listening to him. Uh, but no, we don't, we don't have to do an episode on him. I just wanted to like shout that out as like, if you haven't checked that out, like he's, Oh, he's fucking incredible. Um, yeah, well, no, I definitely will based on your description. Oh yeah. Oh man. I didn't mention this, but I also listened to the MIA record that came out last year that I never listened oh, to. No. <laughs> Which is, How was that? It wasn't the best experience of my life. I'll say that. Um, okay. Actually, she's kind of back musically, but she's like uh, as bad as ever lyrically. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Really, um, I wish she would just cut it out. You know, um, cut what out? Just like, like making the music, or no, no, no. She can make music. I just like wish she would do it like she used to. Because I, I think she can still yeah. produce like that. Like I think she's still a brilliant producer. I just want her to like write songs again you know mm-hmm. but anyway that's neither here nor there um 
yeah, I don't know. You you said you had you had an, an inkling. I of thought something. I did, but I also didn't write it down and forgot about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was I was kind of interested in that Vice record that came out. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know if that can necessarily support a whole episode. Okay, well we'll have to think about it then. Yeah. Um, no reason to do this here. Yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll talk it over. We'll talk it over. Hurry up, we're peeing. All right. Um, um, but we could also, I mean, I was talking about uh, Haromi Hosono, and we, we could do, like, sort of a Yellow Magic Orchestra, like, extended universe deep dive. Um, that could be interesting. It would be a lot of work, is the thing. But Yeah, I don't know if I can do the work, but I'm interested in that. Um, so let me think about it. Um, let me check out this EAG record. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. We'll think about it. Um, but, you know, that's, we got to... Hey, um, yeah, wrap it up. You got basketball to watch. 